the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, I used to be a liberal, too. They use it to push a far-left political agenda in this country that is not only destroying our schools and damaging our kids, but is destroying and damaging our culture. Based on faulty premises. How did this happen? And I just think it's, again, it's a part of the decline of all things that were once rather sacred. But we ha- we are having our young people absolutely indoctrinated in both public education and higher education. Correct the record of what is truth and what is fiction. God's seed has a root structure that's incorruptible and you might not see green for many years. Yep, I used to be a liberal too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you've joined us this afternoon. Please go to our website at missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to read my articles on Olive Tree Views, on LifeSite News, on WorldNetDaily.com, on BarbWire.com, and elsewhere out on the web, as well as, of course, at our website at MissionAmerica.com. And be sure, while you're there, to check out my book, which is written especially for young people, uh, teens and young adults, and it's called Maybe He's Not Gay, Another View on Homosexuality. And, of course, you can learn more right on our website, at missionamerica.com. Well, we're going to talk today about a subject we don't usually cover, but I know you're going to find this fascinating. Uh, The abuse of spiritual authority is a significant problem in Christianity and cult activity in general and cultic-like abuse is something that goes beyond just the religious subject. We haven't had a lot of national publicity recently about certain religious cults, but they're all still out there, or many of them, and new uh, versions all the time. And abuse like this can take many forms, uh, though. And here to talk with me about this is an expert on helping former cult members recover from their experiences. Stephen Martin is our guest, and he's also the author of a book called The Heresy of Mind Control, Recognizing Con Artists, Tyrants, and Spiritual Abusers in Leadership. Welcome, Steve, to Mission America Radio. Well, thank you, Linda, and thank you for having me on this program today. Well, so glad to have you on. You and I have talked on email many times, and uh, this is a program that I think is, um, we could, we only have a half an hour or or even less, but we could make this into a four-hour program, but we will try to do what we can with the subject matter and with your expertise. So first of all, just start us off with telling us a little bit about how you got into what interested you in this 
area of recovery in this kind of ministry. Yeah, well, that's a long story <laughs> that I can compress, try to compress in just a few minutes. Uh, for many years, I was in a ministry with my older brother, and what we did was rehabilitation and counseling therapy for individuals who, as you say, have been involved in, dis- in destructive cults and suffered what we call spiritual abuse. And it all started many years ago after my brother and his wife were um, involved, members of an abusive uh, Christian group themselves. Uh, unfortunately, they called themselves uh, Christian, but uh, the leader turned out to be very deceptive and abusive, and they ended up leaving the movement, and in their recovery process, they decided that it would be good to start a treatment center to help people like this recover from these kinds of abusive environments. And during that time, my brother also uh, got his Ph.D. in counseling psychology, And I, at the same time, was pursuing my master's degree from Theological Seminary. And a few years after we graduated, we started our treatment center, which became known as Wellspring Retreat and Resource Center, which which was located um, down here in uh, southeast Ohio in the Athens area. Uh And once we got started, um, we were helping to bring... Mental and spiritual healing into the lives of many wounded and confused people who uh, suffered this kind of deception, and deception is really how it all starts out Uh, deception and then betrayal, spiritual abuse, and also what is called brainwashing and mind control. Right. And this was a whole new learning experience for me. And I, as I listened to the stories of our clients who came to us from various, um, uh, various cults, um, mostly religious groups, um, and most of them Christian, but some of them even secular cults, um, they all told the, the kind of stories that had the same pattern. And uh, as I listened to their stories, I, I noticed many scripture passages that came to, alive to me in a new way, scriptures that I had read before, um, and scriptures that, uh, that I hadn't really noticed before, but described what these people had experienced, and described the kinds of leaders that they had been under, uh, wolves in sheep's clothing that Jesus talks about, and many scriptures that spoke against the subtle and insidious things that were perpetrated on them. Mm-hmm. So that was how I approached it from the biblical um, a- approach. And now the criteria and the model that we used on the psychological side of the abuse was from a book by Dr. Robert J. Lifton called Thought Reform and the Psychology of Totalism, a Study of Brainwashing in China. Mm-hmm. And in fact, one or two of your guests in the past on your radio programs have also pointed to Lifton's book. So my ears really perked up when I heard them. Um, So anyway, um, what's so interesting is that these brainwashing techniques that are used in communist countries like China, North Korea, and the former Soviet Union are the same kinds of techniques used on cult members. Okay. Only well, in yeah. more subtle and underhanded ways. Right. And in fact, they are the same 
techniques that come into play in one-on-one abusive relationships, which keep the abused partner in the same cycle of commitment and submitting to the abuser. Right. So these techniques are, are wide-ranging in the ills, the many ills in our, in our world today, ranging from, like I say, one-on-one abusive relationships to a, a local cult or, or even a, a cult that has national following, uh, even to various political movements like we see in the leftist agenda today, and, and all the way up to totalitarian governments over nations, and even used in terrorist recruitment. Okay, well... Now, um, yeah, yeah. in regard to, to Lipton's yeah. book, um, in Chapter 22, he draws together eight themes or characteristics of brainwashing that we would present to our clients in our uh, rehab center and use that as an educational process to help them understand what happened to them, along with the scriptures and... So that's what I've done and how I got into this ministry. Okay, well, good. That that gives us a, a really powerful overview. So, okay, the can I mean I know that we don't have a lot of time, but can you walk us through some of those characteristic um, brainwashing techniques? Uh, some of the the biggest um, traits that would surface uh, for both in both religious and psychological and political uh, brainwashing. Right. First is the control of information in which the leader and um, those that he he uses to carry out his purposes seeks to control everything that the individual hears and sees and and reads and experiences so that they're isolated to some extent or they encourage them to be isolated from from the rest of the world uh, with some simple techniques like don't listen to those outside who criticize our group because they're of the devil and and they're just telling you a bunch of lies don't listen to them and they make you feel guilty for listening to outside information in that way and um, and then uh, that's what uh, Lifton calls milieu control and then the second is mystical manipulation in which um, things are engineered from above in a very uh, deceptive way um, in order to um, perpetrate the um, the purposes and goals of the group. And then uh, third is what he calls the demand for purity, um, in which there are certain standards that one is expected to reach according to the... the um, moral standards of, of the group, which may be legalistic or even a redefined morality, and you're made to feel guilty for not measuring up to those, uh, to those standards, and they're often very man-made, and so there's this environment of, of guilt and shame, and you're made to feel that you can never measure up to those um, to those standards. And then along with that is um, an environment of confession that Lifton calls the cult of confession, mm-hmm. yep. um, in which one, uh, the member is asked to um, confess uh, past sins, assuming that you've committed these sins. They assume that you're guilty and always want you to confess something that you've done wrong. And 
so they, they, they say, well, if you, if you don't confess it, that means you're hiding something. And if you do confess it, then they'll use it against, against you, you in some mm-hmm. way. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you're pressured in this environment even to make up something to confess. Yep. And then the... Um, and then the next characteristic is is what Lifton calls the sacred science, in which a person is discouraged from doubting and disagreeing with any of the teachings and practices of the group. And you'll often be um, publicly rebuked or shamed in some way for bringing up any questions or doubts about the leadership and practices of the group. And so this can take, take place in the form of, of shutting down free speech, um, anything that, pe- that, uh, that the movement uh, doesn't agree with. Um, they'll uh, shut down, uh, seek to shut down your, your free speech. If you, if you in any way disagree with what they do, that you don't have the right to speak out uh, and and disagree with with what they're saying and doing. Okay, let and me just so stop. There's this attempt to yeah. shut down uh, uh, free uh, free speech in any form of disagreement. Okay, let me just and stop you there for just one second because yeah. we're going to run up against a break here because I want to ask a very obvious question because we can continue this on in our second segment. Uh, if we don't get to it here. And in case you're just joining us, friends, we're talking with Stephen Martin, who is an expert in um, recovering from cultic-like experiences, and he has an online book, uh, The Heresy of Mind Control, and we'll tell you how to uh, to access that. It's very, very interesting. But okay, one of the things, uh, there's many things that I want to comment about at these different traits of this kind of control. But one of the crit- critiques that Christians get is that we are authentically biblical Christians are like a cult. So why, how do you answer that uh, criticism? That uh, the Christians are like a cult? Yeah, that Christ- authentic biblical Christianity. You know, the, the, the left is always saying we're, we're legalistic and uh, we only have a couple minutes. So this has to be a very short answer, but... Maybe we can get to it in the next segment. But, you know, that, that, that's the, the question we always get is, oh, you make people do this and that. So that's a question. I, I know there's an answer, and I have an idea myself, but I thought I would give you a chance to respond to that. Yeah, I would say that in many cases that's because they've been exposed to a, a, a bad form of Christianity, and, of course, there's counterfeits out there. Right, right. And I'm, I'm thinking that maybe... Um, uh, a lot of these people on that side of the argument have come out of um, uh, uh, destructive cults and suffered spiritual abuse. And in fact, even the scripture itself speaks to this uh, problem, uh, where Peter, in Second in Peter chapter 2, says that because of these false teachers, the way of the truth will be maligned, right. or, uh, or the way of the truth will be brought into disrepute, mm-hmm. and so people have been given a bad impression of Christianity because they've experienced a bad form and counterfeit form of Christianity, Right, right. unfortunately. Okay. Well, Steve, um, now when we come back, we're going to explore all this uh, more, and you can give us more of these traits of, of cultic leadership, uh, which I think people are, you're, you've got a lot of people out there thinking, I'm sure, among our listeners right now. 
And then I will share with you a little bit about the mystical manipulation um, thing that, that happened to me. There, When I read your book, it reminded me of something, so we can talk about that as well. We're talking with Stephen Martin, and we're talking about mind control, the heresy of mind control, recognizing con artists, tyrants, and spiritual abusers in leadership. We'll tell you how to access his online book, and we'll talk more about this subject when we come back here on Mission America Radio. This is Linda Harvey. We'll be right back after these messages. Don't go away. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. We're talking today about brainwashing, mind control, things that we don't usually talk about, but yet it's kind of all around us if you look at some of the characteristics of Many movements that we see out there, religious, political, um, governmental, and we're talking with Stephen Martin, who um, has been a counselor of people trying to uh, help them recover from cultic experiences of mind control and so on. And he lives in Ohio in the, near the Athens, in the Athens area. He's also got a book called The Heresy of Mind Control, Recognizing Con Artists, tyrants and spiritual abusers in leadership. And before I forget it another time, Steve, um, recogniseheresy.com is where you can find your book. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. So we were going through the traits of uh, mind control leadership, and you had gotten to about number six. Why don't, uh, why don't we get uh, the next few, and then we can talk about it. Um, you can give us the others. We can talk about those after you finish. Go ahead. Okay, I think the last one I covered was um, the um, stifling of any disagreement and dissent. And the um, next one that goes along with that is loading the language in which there are certain cliches that are used as thought-stopping techniques, um, certain words and phrases that are are used in order to... um, facilitate that uh, stopping of, of disagreement, um, words that uh, convey guilt um, and, and trigger you to conform to the demands of the group. And then there's doctrine over person in which the group seeks to fit you into a certain mold without any regard to your um, natural talents and spiritual gifts. And then the final characteristic is, is dispensing of existence, in which they teach that anyone outside the group um, essentially is on the wrong path or even has no right to exist. And they, um, they, they tell you that any, anyone that's not a part of our group is on the wrong path or, or on the road to hell, and uh, you're, you're in the wrong group unless you're in our own little group. And so, wow, uh, that's, yes. that's the final one. Then. Well, I, so many things come to mind with all of those final ones. Um, I want to go back to the one, though, that you mentioned in the first segment about mystical manipulation. And you had a uh, segment in your um, in your book where you describe uh, that this uh, a, the kind of thing that happens. Uh, you were saying, I'm quoting you, as I was sitting there. A woman who was seated nearby leaned over and said to me, the Lord is impressing upon me that you should go up there. 
And then you replied, the Lord is not impressing me to go up there. And she immediately backed off with some apparent embarrassment. This, the kind of thing where the Lord has given somebody else a word about you, that's happened to me numerous times. And one I remember very distinctly early in my Christian walk where I, I got involved with a group of people um, who were very nice, but I quickly discerned there was something not quite right um, yeah. about it. And one of the the males in the group was a, a great leader and a very kind person, but he would, he finally, he was very focused on himself. He finally came up to me and he said, you know what, Linda, because you have a communications background, the Lord is telling me that you need to write my life story. <laughs> and I said, I said, you know, suddenly discernment came and I said, you know what, that's all fine and good, but the Lord has not told me that or my husband, and uh, unless, you know, and I'm going to wait to hear that. So uh, thank you very much. But that's the kind of thing that happens. And so to, uh, elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah, right. Well, when somebody um, claims to have the authority of God and say, the Lord spoke to me uh, in that way, it kind of puts an aura of, of uh, a mystical aura upon that statement and upon that person, and you think, whoa, wow, maybe the Lord really did speak to that person, because after all, if this, if, if the Lord told him, who am I to argue with it, you right. know? And, and here is where we have to exercise the critical thinking skills, which you did very well. Uh, you got to back off and say, well, now, wait a minute, is this really true or not? And this goes along with the sacred science of... Um, not disagreeing, just go along with, with what the group tells you. Mm-hmm. But we've got to exercise our critical thinking skills and ask, is this really true or not? And back off for a moment and, uh, you know, get the the input from others. Of course, look at the scriptures right? and examine. And there's another scripture in um, toward the end of 1 Thessalonians which says, examine everything carefully. And and then in 1 Corinthians 12, we have, or I think it's 1 Corinthians 14, which says, um, let two or three prophets speak and let the others carefully weigh what is said or let the others pass judgment. And that word for pass judgment in the Greek literally means to discern, to discriminate, uh, to distinguish, and even to doubt. So that allows us to doubt what uh, people, even within the church, what they're telling us. So yes, and and yeah. the, I think of we only have a couple of minutes. We're not going to be able to do this. So we have to have you come back for another session. But uh, the loaded language, boy, is that the LGBT quote unquote agenda, the pro-abortion agenda, mm-hmm. um, and the you know the doctrine uh, in 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 uh, uh, discarding people as evil outsiders that happens constantly in these social agendas that we cover. It also happens in Islam. Uh, right. can, uh, speak for a moment to that. We only have a minute. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, you, you, you said it very well that, um, they, they are so intent on promoting their agenda and what it all amounts to is, uh, these leaders, and, and these movements wanting total control. It's all about power and control. 
Yeah, to, um, to the exclusion of the facts and the and the information that comes from uh, other places, and um, right. that, that's it. You know, we are we are going to be out of time. So, give us your website again, and your uh, that we can get people can get your your book. Yes, it's recognize heresy. Heresy, heresy spelled H-E-R-E-S-Y dot com. Okay. Recognizeheresy dot com. And Stephen Martin, I am so grateful for what you're doing. It is incredibly interesting. Your book is is fabulous. Uh, this will Thank stir you. up a lot of thinking, people. I urge you to go there. And uh, this is this brings up so so many uh, current and pertinent issues. And we will have you back, Steve. Thank you, and God bless you. And I ask my listeners to pray for you and your ministry, and those that you help. And um, friends, we need to be very discerning. This is one of those areas where, wow, we just need to keep on top of it. And always remember and be hopeful. Remember that with God, all things, all things are still possible. Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.